0: Co-worker of yours.
4: Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's
3: going on? It is Loud and Local, and this time I have a band that has been seriously, like, waving the flag of the Northwest and and keeping this music scene and kind of, like, just, like, uh, holding it on its back and just, like, touring – like crazy crazy men all around the world 2022 2021 2020 is when i, I think i talked to you guys yeah, uh avoid so. is the name of the band uh before i go any further you know let's ca- catch up uh or, or before i go any further <laughs> reintroduce yourself and tell us what you do in avoid well yeah, yeah but I, i'm benny i sing uh i'm nick i play guitar i'm paul and i play drums Right on. So a bit of a change up in the in the lineup since I last talked with you guys. Or, yeah, we're yeah. just
5: uh, we're, we're just the four of us
3: now. It's us three, and then our guitar player Chris, who lives down in San Diego. Okay, awesome, man. So, uh, so Chris was he originally a Seattleite, or did you meet him? We actually met Chris like through touring. So awesome. he was a guitar tech on
5: the, when, so we used to be, our local band was called Avoid the Void, yep. and then we changed our name to Avoid in about 2017, Okay, and so then we did our first tour that summer, and Chris was
6: actually a guitar tech for the opening band of that tour, cool. and we were just like, Yeah, I think he was like 16 at the time, so, yeah. you know, we we met him, we vibed, we we got along, and we were like, wow, okay, this kid's younger than us touring, I think we were 17, 18 at yeah. the time, um, and we were like, he's very good at what he does, let's just like, be friends with him and keep an eye on him and, like, wa- you know, watch his career grow. Mm-hmm. And we we kind of ended up in a situation where we needed a bass player. And we were just, like, all unanimously, like, I know he's from California, but I think we can make this work. Like, he's super driven and super young. So we we snagged him right away. That's awesome. Yeah, We good, moved good. him up here for a year, too. It's yeah. been three years. Yep. Three years. Well, yeah, he joined yep. in
5: 2019. Yeah. And so, yeah, he when we really got Chris is when I'd say that, like, A Void really figured out, like... What we were doing or yeah. trying to do, like, that was when we really, f- like, it was like, okay, we have all of the pieces now of what yeah. we need to do. And then, like I said, just a quick little lineup change and, and not even like a lineup change, but now we're at where we're at, where I think yeah. we've set ourselves up for 2020, tw- 2023 is like, all right, we, we have all the tools that
3: we need, all, the, all the
5: resources we need, and we're yep. ready to just hit it harder than ever.
3: So... Let's go back to the name change. Avoid the Void was the original name. <laughs> oh, yeah. cut it down to Avoid. What was the? Was there a meeting where you guys like, guys, we need oh, to yeah. trim the fat. Of it course. just needs to be a void.
6: Well, we were, I mean, we started the band, Benny and I started the band at like 14, oh, 15. Wow. Yeah. So, so that was like, you know, we're coming out of middle school, going into high school. Yep. We're like, let's start a band. And that was the band name. Yeah. You know, and we, we did that for, f- I think it was close to five years. Yeah. And we were like, you know what? 2012-
5: we'll- 2012 to 2017 yeah, was wow. the Avoid era. Yeah. Or vo- avoid the void yeah. era,
6: and I think we we were just like you know like we. We're trying to take this seriously. We, we really enjoy doing this. Mm-hmm. Let's like start fresh to the industry and like kind of bury some of the really cringy high school stuff that sure. we did, you know, and, and, like, and yeah, give them never, a fresh couple. We
5: like never broke up, you know, it was like we never wanted to like not still be that band, but we because I had sort of tour managing for a, an old band from here called Versus. Yep. And so I did a couple national tours with them also as a tour manager. And that was the first time I'd had my eyes really open to like the national touring world yeah. like outside of just DIY stuff. And And then so I also was, it was kind of like a, okay, I'm starting to get a couple connections to Mm -hmm. like real industry stuff. I don't want to give them like a, hey, look at my van. And then all you Google my van and it's just a bunch of stuff (laughs) from when we were 14. Kind of a
3: soft relaunch.
5: Exactly. I mean, same, same band. Benny's (laughs) Benny's
7: self-consciousness. <laughs> Facts! Yeah, we were just Facts! Yeah. Yeah. you you too ashamed. <laughs>
5: I was too ashamed. <laughs> avoid the Void was such a bad band name. Too. I <laughs> hated sell- telling people it. and I don't think Avoid is that much better but at least it's like <laughs> one word like sure. It's, it's, it's to... more
7: catch-open-ended. Avoid the yeah. Void
5: sounds like a local band. <laughs> and none of the bad but it was just like we wanted to we no, I hear wanted you. to trick the industry into being a new entity. Mm-hmm. But we'd already toured a few years under Avoid the Void. Like We knew I mean we were 18 we didn't know yeah but we knew we know we wanted I,
3: can i cuss on here yeah it's all good okay it's 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 not live
5: okay perfect uh but we didn't really know anything and mm-hmm. then we uh we just tried to we wanted to basically just trick the industry you know sure. what i mean yeah. and like be fresh but at least we knew how to tour we knew how to do a couple yeah. things we had connections to record labels and That's stuff dope. so yeah it just kind of it felt like it was the right thing and honestly I'll really break it down to we got a t-shirt design nice when we were avoid the void <laughs> and it said and it was avoid and then there was a line through it that said
3: the void and, and it like, was really small you're like I, I just, prefer just that you yeah. just covered just covered, yeah. just the, covered void. The, the void you're like in that part's that cool yeah. let's no. cut out that part but, was like,
6: it,
5: cool. it was all capital avoid yeah. with the line through it. I was like, I like that. That's
3: fresh. That's nice. <laughs> so so for fans that are like completists of your, your band, the big fans of you guys, you guys have fans all over the world. Do you think that, you know, in the future, and, and this is me just spitballing this, totally putting it out there. Uh, I didn't even like screen this question with you guys. Do you think there'll ever be a time where you like, you know, kind of recapture those songs, the old Avoid the Void songs. Any B side, like maybe like uh, you know old material re-release. You think that would ever happen? I think I, I think I can speak on that.
7: Um, Paul, who Paul was not in the band for yes. Avoid the Void. So yeah. I, I'm someone who wasn't in the band, and I was actually someone who enjoyed that music when yeah. it came out. And and I will say, like I understand, right? You understand, like the first stuff that you release as a as a band, right? You're not going to be proud of it, or sure. like. Be like, this is the best stuff in the world, right? But I do think there is some justice to like, maybe playing one of the songs that has a cool May- riff, maybe a ten-year, maybe tease. maybe a ten-year show, sure, avoid uh, the void, <laughs> a like... one show or a just some sort of callback to that. I think it would be really cool for yeah. me. As, as so, a fan of that old as, stuff,
6: yeah. as someone who was a part of it, but, it's a it's
7: a hard note. Yes, for yeah. <laughs> So I can understand both perspectives, right? As someone who's in the band, I'd be like, you know, maybe we can leave that in the past, right? <laughs> but See, I, as, the as middle. a fan, as a fan, I'm like, let's do that, Boy, yeah. Come on. Tru- truly, if <laughs> Let's we do if, that. if we
6: did something like that, it would really be for the Seattle scene. It would really be for like for you know we we made so many friends around here and yeah. all the bands kind of in that local metal metalcore yeah. punk yeah. scene and like do it up at Tony V's or something. You know, yeah. yeah. You know, we we yes. You know, there's come a lot down. of people in this community that we that we love. So if we did it, it would really just be for this community.
5: Like could, I think know. we could. I feel like we would. I know. Like if we could either do like a really small like bar show sure. as Avoid the Void <laughs> or like that I think there would be a way. It, incorporate it yeah. into like a big like if we do like because it'll probably 2027 is technically the 10 year for a void so maybe yeah. when we do like the 10 year for a void we break it back in it's like here's the 15 year of avoid yeah. the void because I, I don't go. know I, th- I i think there's a cool way we can, i mean even breaking it down to where it's like if you go back to our first record uh alone there is a song called shapes on there which is actually a revamped version of a yeah. song from the avoid the void ep that's cool and it's not the same song it's not like just the same
6: song so to, yeah, we we, we re, you know like a reimagined
5: kind but of we of. kept the same name and had like a hey guys it's your old song but yeah. like this is what but we're doing better now.
3: Yes.
6: exactly better.
3: nice dude okay so so we're talking about 2022 um you guys, I mean, uh, you guys played so many. You, you're wearing a hoodie of a band that you went on tour with, Silent Planet. Yep. Um You Ooh. guys toured with a ton. Of, or actually, you're not. You're wearing a Garth Brooks t-shirt. I was wearing a, Garth- I was was wearing a Silent League, Planet. But, took the hoodie yeah. off. You
7: took it eventually. You
0: know. <laughs> but yeah, <you> ended <laughs> we, up
3: in the Garth, Garth So, Brooks, So uh, all in all, how many tours did you guys go on? Because it seemed like it was never ending. We went, so we did Fit for a King, Avoid yep. and Friends. Bad
5: Omens with, like, also shows mixed in with Silent Planet and Dayseeker. Yeah. And the plot and you. So there was four big tours yeah. with little things in between as well. Like, we did a couple one-offs and a couple, like...
6: Yeah, some festival stuff, and I I would I would say it was a good, like, you know third of the year or so on the road the it was like, good i'd say we probably play close to 100 shows this year easily yeah, yeah, there's
3: year like a, there's like this competition it seems like between you guys dying wish and dragged under to see <laughs> yeah, we're just can trying be to, on the road they are trying to be out there a lot dying well, wish know. is
5: crushing us that they are on they the road on there, yeah. non-stop.
7: non-stop on the coolest tours just being cool as fuck oh, i have nothing right? but love and respect for dying wish
5: it's so cool what they've been able to do and like capitalize on it and like for like well before Dying Wish popped, and show promoters was, and stuff. Yeah, yep. I was a promoter in Seattle, Emma yeah. was a promoter in Portland, so yep. we were always doing stuff together through that. And like, so, I mean, Emma's booked a void in in Portland so many times. Yeah, and vice versa. I've booked Dying Wish in Seattle, and their old band. Like, and uh, now you guys are both living your dreams. Yeah, exactly. it's so sick I'm so happy for oh. them. And, I mean, Drag Dunders out there crushing it. Yep. Like, it's great that we. That there's so many, so much talent from the Northwest. That's like not cuz and, and the home team like let's not yeah. forget oh, about yeah. the yeah. home team we we, we kind of have a great little already culture sold out growing their VRB around here. on their on their headliner and tour I believe Yeah, and yeah. like it's cool to see like that there's actually not just bands that are crushing it locally but also it's like bands yeah. from our scene that are and
7: now out like doing mm-hmm. real
3: the real... next step
7: like i mean it's it's just like it's what being a band is all about. You yeah. take that next step and it's really cool to like have friends too. It's mm-hmm. like we grew yeah. up with these people Yeah, and now we're all getting to do this stuff and like we've even toured together when we were kids, you yeah. know, like... We well, were, like, you like you never know if it's going to
5: work out, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's always fun to be like, 16 to 18 you know, we're gonna be in a band and we're gonna tour <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be in every different city every night and it's like a and dream. now you are but it's like and not only are we but the people that we talked about it with when we were both <laughs> were at it. that same mm-hmm. l- slow level like we came up together yep. and i think all of our bands us home team dragged under and dying Wish have all taken I wouldn't say drastically different, but we're all in our own little world. Yep. Like, we're competing, quote unquote, but we're also not. Like, yeah. Like, we are, like, I'm... Everyone picked a lane. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I am not, like, I have no insecurities or, like, that weird, like, oh, we got to make sure we're doing... Like, I'm just so stoked that so many bands from my scene that Seriously. I grew up with are doing well. Yeah. And it's amazing for Seattle. Like, Mm -hmm. all I hope is that it's like some of the bands that inspired me to even be in a band that may have not even gotten as far as some of these Seattle bands. It's like, that's what made me want to do it. What are
3: some of those bands? Oh, I
5: mean... Take monsters scare you was the yeah, okay. book. yeah I, I some was, of I our was early local show attendees.
6: What a bad band,
5: but I loved it. I <laughs> it loved was fantastic. It, bro.
6: Yeah, for the like like we I think because we came into the scene in the around 2012, so uh-huh. it was a lot of like it was like the leftover of the like really seen malcore emo. Reach uh-huh. for
7: the sky.
6: You know there uh, was you know, burning twilight. Like a bunch <laughs> of just weird. Studio Seven Metalcore. Studio Seven seven Metalcore. That is that is a perfect way to put it.
5: That was our bread and butter,
6: bro. That was our first shows ever. There.
5: That was our local band grind. Is we were just that. We were selling tickets. Selling tickets and doing whatever we could. Two to three
6: shows a month. Two of them were at Studio Seven. Promoter hated the fact that we were on two shows a month. Mm -hmm. You know, just trying to play. We sold
5: the tickets. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know. It was crazy, man. Playing like, with I
3: Declare War. Or something, of course. You know? Of course. Like that. A
6: lot of yeah. I Declare War shows. Yep. We ended up doing,
5: like,. We so we, we we would open for I Declare War, and then we ended up doing like a we ended up doing like a weekend run with them where we did Seattle and Walla Walla, and then there was a full picture where I Declare War actually agreed to to support us on one of our headlines. you headlined over I Declare War, and that was like <laughs> you're like of, what that was one of the that most, made no sense like, to me full circle Seattle moments. for yes. us, is
6: like I was like these was, guys practice at Studio Seven. Yeah,
7: like, these yeah. Are, we get the show at El yeah. Corazon,
5: which yep. was.
6: I mean, obviously. We, we do like Elko.
5: Yeah, but, like, Hell it's yeah. cool, and it was, it, that was, like, that was the first time I really felt like, okay, because it wasn't even, like, an ego thing, it was just, yeah. like, a, okay, this is amazing that it's, a, this is a band I looked up to, I mean, yep. a band that has global clout, and it's cool that they recognize where we're, we're coming up right now, and they were down to, like, help us, like build that perception and that's really amazing of them and i still talk to jamie every once in a while hell yeah all those dudes are great
3: so you know looking back to that time you're little kids you're coming into this scene with older people um and 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 you know people that have toured all around the world um what got you in did you have like an og who who like was like yo come to this show did you have like an older friend or did you like find out about it through facebook how did you guys get into you know Underground How did you music? get into it, Paul? Because that's even one that Ooh. I sometimes fully forget about. Because like, well, for, you were like a prog
7: kid. Yeah, well, I think for... Well, actually, like, to that question specifically, like, Seattle scene, like, shows, right? So I I was like a jazz band kid, yeah. band kid, loved prog metal and mm-hmm. metal and metalcore and all that. Yeah. So, but I, I was in a little prog band in high school, and my best friend, Ethan Schmidt, his uncle, Dan Schmidt... Um, Good friends
3: with Thomas Errak from the Fall of Fall Troy. Fall of Troy. Shout out to Thomas. Yeah. So when I was like, f- he's putting out a solo record this year. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes.
7: Thomas maybe. is the man. Yeah. So when I was like 15, I was super young. Um, he had Thomas come to Electro Kiddies with yeah. me and my band, and we did like a three-song demo, and we were there for like a weekend, and Thomas was just there the whole time, kind of producing us. That's awesome. Just helping us. You know, just, just kind of figure get it out. Get that first studio experience. And yeah. then he then That's went, really cool. Yeah, then he went to a show. It was this is crazy. What Idols Idol's final yeah. show at Elko. Was that the one that we
5: played with them?
7: Idols. When they came back? R.I.P. No. Oh. Drew. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Uh, Drew yes, for real. Yes.
5: Absolute legend. Yeah.
7: Um, so it was Idol's last show at Elko. Thomas was there. Okay and my band beyond the woods we were called okay hilarious. but we were playing at the fun house nice and thomas was like come uh, he came and watched us and was like come to the show next door like i can get you guys in it'll be fun yeah and we it was like my first time seeing like seattle scene really do its thing mm-hmm. austin dickey throwing that the hell down like bodying people like yep. it was my first time seeing that and i was like okay there's there's something to, going on I here. I need to. This yeah. needs to be more. So yeah, that yeah. was like my first time. So Thomas Erak. Thomas Erak. I can give it to him. He he's
6: your OG. He showed me the
3: way. He's <laughs> your OG. Yeah. That's awesome. Benny, how about you, man? For me, I was actually our our,
6: our story is is pretty much the same because we've been here kind of the whole time. Well,
3: for, but mm-hmm. how I got
6: into the scene initially? Yeah, I was warp tour fanatic. Okay, bro. I
3: loved all that. Uh, what what was your first warp Tour? Was it 2012? Oh, was it Gorge or was it out I at the I never uh, got to do Gorge. We,
5: we missed white the Gorge. River, white River, yeah. We so the 2012 Gorge. was my first warp Tour and I mean I was just I, I mean Pierce the is still one of my favorite bands. Yep. That's a band that I think can do no
3: wrong. I, re- I remember seeing Motionless and White on a side stage. Nope. Oh yeah. yeah that, <laughs> oh yeah. That year. I and I did, I loved
5: all the Motionless Bring Me The Horizon. So how would you get into and, the scene? Yeah, <laughs> but so I went and I love especially I mean the time i really liked falling in reverse and i, I saw, saw
3: vanna too i yeah. saw vanna mm. yeah yep, i yep. remember
5: i said the monster stage yeah yeah yep. yep. so i saw monsters scare you uh opening for the for falling in reverse okay el corazon in like 2000 i think it was also it,
6: in 2012. probably 2012 yeah. yeah
5: and i remember being like and i didn't know anything about like local bands and sure. how like getting on locals so i just thought monster scare you was on the tour and was yeah. a touring band and i just liked them at the time because you just like anything there's on the no stage.
3: differentiation
6: it's yeah every, you're the we're sport, just they're playing and the you're Fourteen years old. You're like, whoa, yeah. This is, whoa, this is insane. Yeah. And then I remember I
5: looked them up afterwards and saw that they were from Seattle.
6: Yeah. And I was like, that's the
5: coolest thing ever. And then they were doing a secret show at El Corazon. Nice. In it was them, Reach for the Sky, uh, We the Audience, and a couple others. A bunch and of was classic like a secret Seattle headliner. Locals. And the secret headliner was Issues, and it was announced like oh, wow. day of. Okay. Uh, and so Monster Scary uh, taught me. Uh, I found out about them, and then doing them brought me into that like show with all local bands. And then it was like uh, everything was off the rails from there. Yeah. like I found out about all those bands, and then it was. Everything. And then you start. How'd you get into promoting? So I was just like, when the band started, we all needed roles, right? Yeah. and yeah. Nick was so good with like the technical shit, mm-hmm. and so we would literally like we would spend our days after school we'd go back to nick's mom's house and he had like a little studio bedroom cool and nick would work on like audio stuff and like Mm -hmm. and then i would be on my phone and on my computer like emailing venues and booking us and learning how to do like that side the networking business side of a band cool nick was going in on learning the audio side of band and so then that's kind of how nick and i became like a team is basically it was like all right you do that i'll do that and if we work together and keep if you do that and I do that and we always are working on something then we have both of those things covered and we can continue to grow.
3: Yeah. And, and how about you man, Nick, uh, what 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 brought you into, you know, the music scene? Did you guys go to school together? Yeah, so so I mean I I would say like I
6: I my first introduction to the Seattle scene was Benny meeting Benny and then Benny going dude I just saw this issues show yeah. with all these bands I mean it was, <laughs> it was it was literally like a couple months after that you yeah. know that after that show that we had met and become friends and started writing music and I think for us it was like well we're a band so we should play shows were
3: you guys up north like every
6: day Um we or? so so Paul's from Everett but Benny and I grew up in Kirkland okay cool so we're K- shout out K Tub yep yep K, yep, K- Tub and Redmond Firehouse the old Redmond yeah. Firehouse yeah. Yeah. you we played know some
5: Into the Flood Comeback show with at the awesome. Redmond Firehouse with, with the home team with the home team. It, I think that was twenty thirteen. No, that was Truth Under Attack when we played with the oh, home Oh no, team. you're right. You're right. the the into the flood. show was into the flood. Motion
6: um, numbers horn and us. No numbers was also, was that the, Truth also under the home team. Show. Damn. We play We played. Redmond we played. We've, a few times. We played a lot of shows at the That's Firehouse. Awesome. But so I. I like I guess through our necessity of like okay well we're a band we should play shows mm-hmm. you know we we had like a like we, we met at a rock band camp and the person who ran That's the camp awesome. is someone who has been like somewhat involved around music in Seattle for a long time yeah. so he kind of hooked us up We've with in like
5: point one back in the day yeah yeah so crying spell Keith, Keith Culp. What? Chase Cole. Chase Cole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, a yeah. drummer. Yeah, yeah, yep. yes. yeah. So yeah. it was
3: uh, drum, drum school. Yep. So yep. That, that, was, yeah. that was
6: drum shop, that, that is where we met.
5: That was where, That's so we out. did yep. the drum camp the one week, and then the next week, him and the guitar player of that band, Eric, run a rock band camp. Cool. And so Nick and I did drum camp, met each other. Nick did not f- with me.
6: Totally get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can
5: imagine me now. Imagine me at 14, bro. Yeah, he
6: was, you know, <laughs> not just. good. He's a tall can of Red Bull. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you know, so. I mean, yeah, so we, we started, you know, Chase got us connected with um, people at Studio 7 and was like, all right, go go start playing local shows, sell 50 tickets, and, yep. and you know, like, so, grind I mean, and figure and it, it out. Chase
5: yeah. ever gave us is basically, like, if you sell 50 tickets consistently, you'll never be turned down for yep. a show. Total yeah, the a local band like yeah. that. And you know, so that and was our benchmark. And thankfully, we were in high school, and we were able to... Cause it was like the funniest thing about our high school too is they were it wasn't like everyone's always like you were in your band in high school you guys must have been the coolest kids like everyone loved I was like nah nobody no. cared no, no, th- I sh- no dude no one cared we were at all, we were bro.
6: we were post any kind of hype era yeah. of like being a musician like, metalcore was you know?
5: not sick at my yeah. high school yeah. yeah no we were <laughs> we were definitely kind of it the weird kids not cool.
6: Yeah, but we, you know, we um, we found our lane and we did school a lot and we kind of like focused on just like having fun and yeah. and wanting to write music and I, that that energy has kind of lingered with us this That's whole time. amazing. So we we've, we've really, I mean, we played our first show. I think it was like twenty. 2012 2012 yeah 2012 we played a show summer of
5: 2012 was when we played like our first rock band camp recital
6: but December of 2012 we played like our first real shows like we were opening December 6th we we were opening for like a it it was a local band I think they were called Atlas or something like that okay um and it was so bad that space waster, no, no <laughs> baby, yeah, and space waster. Uh, shout out Ian. And there was, it was so bad that the promoter of the show pulled us aside and was like, because we we were booked on another show in mm-hmm. February. Or it was whatever. Like
5: a national show, which also weird for our time. But we were like, especially at that time, terrible, fourteen years old, and like we don't really know what we're doing. So we're not, we're not nearly as like a heavy band. We're like a pop punk band. Sure. Four yeah. I, it songs. it, it we were was opening for Taurusus and Firewind what (laughs) yeah it
3: was that was a that was really weird that was a bad that was a bad metal shop gave away tickets to that shit oh they they did so i'm sure we were like all on air like probably talking about you guys like mentioning like hey on the concert calendar you know and that's so funny because like teresa's is like a folk metal band yeah
5: (laughs) And then we're like our opening for Teresa's end. Oh, that's a way
3: to win. Yeah, yeah.
6: yeah. yeah. And well so our December show was so bad that the promoter was like, Hey dude, like you guys either need to quit or figure it out. Like Like, like, you need to You you know, like I don't want to put you on this next show because that was by far one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. And that like like the next day, I think Benny and I sat down and we were like, "That hit us really hard." Obviously, oh, yeah. we're oh, kids. Yeah. We're like, "Man, you know, you don't want to be." He awful didn't tell you
3: off. But no, he no, it was. It was. Get it, it, together, it was guys. probably
6: like the best. The best check we could have ever gotten cool, as yeah. kids, because then we were just like, "You know what? We are either going to do this or we're not." Yeah. And at that point, we we're just like, "All right, let's do this." Well, because yeah. yeah. that's our
5: first real show, right? Yeah. Everything out, and it was as bad as it could have gone. And so, not only is the promoter in the back room with us, but I'm. Maybe it just turned 15, because my dad drove us to the show, and I didn't have a license, so he was all right. We put everything in the back of his red uh, Dodge truck. What would your dad say? Well, not only was the promoter in the back room ripping us apart, but my dad and Chase were in there, just watching the promoter rip us apart, and they didn't say a damn word, because they agreed. They were like, this is a (laughs) a good, (laughs) valuable lesson. Oh, yeah, dude. They were like, and then my dad was like, he saw me, we were bent down, he was like, know, he had a point though, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> we like we brought like our friend up from high school that didn't know how to do anything to do a song. With. I mean, it was it was, just it, was just, it was super like, bad. What? And but even those... my dad gave us like, "What are you doing that for, man?" Like, what? What is bro? this? Like, yeah.
6: <laughs> no, but it's it's great. Like, that was that was probably the most uh, one of the most formative experiences for us. Yeah. And I, you know, I so think
5: I think over that night, and I remember we had a talk in my in my uh, we had a talk at high school the next day because the show was on a Thursday night. Yep. So we had to go to high school yep. on yep. Friday, and I remember we were like at lunch and we were just like. He just been beat up. We're, 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 we're the last twenty four hours being beat up, and I, remember, yeah. I forget who initiated, but it was basically like, no nah, man, we can do this. Yeah, like we're young, not up. Like, like let's just. Oh, my bad. We're like, yeah, but we can do this. Like, like let's just let's just literally spend every day doing this, and yeah. that's what we did. We had like we ourselves on like the strictest practice regimen you could have done. Wow. Yeah wednesday friday and saturday yeah for all four years of high school that was band practice days and that's a couple missed here and there but we actually
6: we, we did doing. not we did not do well in high school four, <laughs> we four really days did not. a week yeah. we were
5: practicing yeah and then if we weren't pra- and so our first period in high school was band class nice the band class room was at the other sector of the high school yeah and there was a door from band class that led to the parking lot yeah and it was first period and Nick and I both had band first period. And I tell you how many days we did not make it after first period because that door went to the parking lot. Wow. Yeah, we just, we just ditched. Yep. Ride to the car. Ride to the yep. car, baby. And we had jazz band, too, yep. in the mornings. So we'd show up early to school, get those front row parking spots. Mm-hmm. So get was really there. just a beeline, and yep. you're out. Yep. Less than a minute, you're yep. off school property. What yep. are they going to do? Yeah.
6: <laughs> so just, like ta- it, just take this energy now, tall can of Red Bull. Nah. <laughs> tall can yeah. of Red Bull.
3: Damn. Yes, sir. Okay, so like you you mentioned how you got you all kind of took the responsibility of all getting this role. so so you were the technical side of things and you were the promoter and and you were probably you know writing a lot of the music, I would assume. Yep. yeah or, yep. that,
7: that was a lot of like when I first joined the band was kind of figuring that out. but yep. quickly, Nick and I meshed very quickly on nice. this writing. Absurd amounts. Well, of
6: Paul stuff. Paul was supposed to be a fill-in, but he was he was. Uh, such a good match that we couldn't let him Paul's go to first eyes.
5: tour is actually an amazing story
6: um, yeah it was like well s- because
5: so uh, we had just gotten rid uh, we, we we were doing like one of our last lineup switches but we were just like this isn't this isn't working sure. we have some things we want to do and so we had gotten rid of our old drummer and our old guitar player mm-hmm. and it just brought in an, an, an old member coming back and Paul that was both they were both coming in at the exact same time and our first tour uh, that we were bringing Paul up to do. Well, we had a whole, t- we had like a whole headlining tour that was supposed to get us from the west coast to the east coast because we were doing a few days of Warp tour with our label, not playing, just like helping them. Like they were, they had like a tent there. You know, we yeah.
6: were, we, we were, we were just driving them around. And <laughs> the sne- sneaking in every day essentially. Yeah, yeah. And uh,
5: good old lovely Artery Global, uh, our uh, our tour fell apart literally like like a couple a weeks. week or yeah. something it, so we had no so show. All,
6: all we all we had was just like all right we're going to drive out to the east coast and just Go on warp Tour try for eight and days and, and, and try and, and to just talk our way into playing. Know yeah.
3: really how to, Kevin just, Lyman said we're allowed. Yeah. Well, I mean,
7: so that was it. Didn't make any sense. Yeah. So I, my parents were not too stoked about it. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't blame well, them. Well,
5: so, so we ended up. We it was like drove across the country uh-huh. from Seattle to Pennsylvania to play one show World in show. Allentown, Pennsylvania, Ooh. with this legendary promoter named Tom Taylor. Shout out Tom Taylor. Shout out
7: Tom Taylor, yep. bro. Uh, That's that was my first out of state show That's ever. So funny. Yeah, was That's driving so all funny. the way. And
5: to he made us do a wrestling promo with him, dude. That's he amazing. Crazy,
7: He's a wrestler. Yeah. incredible.
6: Wow. Well, and it was. I, and so then we go
5: do that, and then we drive down to North Carolina because basically our label at the time had five days on Warp Tour. Okay. Or no, eight. It
7: was eight. It was eight, yeah, eight it was days eight. on
5: Warp Tour. And we they basically asked us because they didn't have a van or anything. Mm-hmm. They were like, if you can get over to the East Coast, like, can you guys be our transportation for Warp Tour? <laughs>
7: and there was a lot <laughs> so we're of just, like, ambiguous we're just driving information. Out. We, you know, we thought that. we would be getting. Pay a lot more than we. I'm, I'm assuming, but we're yeah. We're also 18,
5: especially me like, being the, Let's do it. It's the final warp tour. Today. A wish and a, a dream. Yeah, I think dude. it was the last full yeah, US warp tour. 18. Yeah. 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 And I was just like, or no, it was twenty-seven. No, this you're was, just
3: full send at that this point. Yeah. just like let's go. Twenty-eight.
6: Well, and That w- that was probably hands down. Like, I mean, and I'm I'm impressed that this is Paul's f- first tour because since then that has still been probably the hardest thing we've ever. Oh, done. it sucked. It was it was grueling. It was miserable. Well, there was so like eight, eight people packed into a tiny little you van, know like we had eight people van. in a, not it a big wasn't van, even like a, a small fifteen van.
5: passenger van. It was like a conversion van. Wow. And, uh, like I said, the, there was a lot of ambiguous information that made it so that we really, like, we, we thought we were covered, but we didn't have that 100% confirmed, mm-hmm. and so the deal was not, like, we just got a bunch of merch to sell in line, which, if, if everyone remembers going to Warped Tour, it wasn't your favorite thing, talking no. to the band, just <laughs> pestering you in
3: line. And to getting punished it. by the band so in yeah. line. <laughs> that not the best thing oh, ever? Wait. So we're, like, away from all of our family. We have, we have no promise of playing this, and we get to be the band probably playing yeah. as the people walk in and yep. punishing them. Well, we weren't even sell-
5: playing. We didn't Tight. have set times.
7: <laughs> and yeah, so we, we, yeah, we, we, we can, even
3: worse,
5: We're though. just trying to sell... One dollar samplers that we can only also sell through our phones at Warp Tour, which, yes, yeah. on see
6: on debit, Tour. you have to enter a debit card manually. Yeah, that that like you guys were literally the rap awful. artists who were like, yes.
7: Hey, do you
3: like rap music? Yes, yo, listen yo, me, to this. Let, real let me quick. sign your CD real quick.
5: Please, take my demo. Take my demo. Yeah. So that's going to be a donation. so five bucks, please. Yeah,
6: It was, it was, it was pretty brutal, but it was a fantastic way to get to know Paul. I also fell
7: I just fell in love with The Road, yeah, and these uh, yeah. guys. Like, yeah. just playing music with these guys. And I was like, okay, these are the guys that I'm going to do it with. Like, yeah. these guys want to work hard yeah. every day for this music and the band. And so, like, it just clicked instantly. So, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of, like, that. those formative moments, mm-hmm. like, really... It was probably the worst spot we could have been into, yeah. and we really did make the best of it. We had a great time. We had a yeah. great well, one. So it like was said, awful like, and amazing all at the same time. We didn't have passes Warp
5: Tour either, yeah, so there was yeah. eight of us, and we only had three passes a day to Warp Tour. Nice. We and so we were sneaking in, in, and so then by like day two or three, we had made friends with the guy that runs like
1: the
8: tent stage. Sure.
1: The
0: cat worker of yours.
4: Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh <laughs> heaven.
5: in catering bands. The and stuff smaller like that. than
7: the full sale stage stage. And we were
5: basically like, yo, we're a band here, we're with our label, we're following the tour, we're doing this, this, this. Any chance we can play? And he was just like, Yeah. And we were like, oh sick. <laughs> and then and I didn't really have we didn't have passes. I remember I brought that up to him and he got pissed.
6: Yeah, he was cool. like, he was How like, are you in here right now? He was like, What are you doing?
5: And I was like, We didn't say that. And I told them we would just figure it out. And then, yeah, we ended up sneaking in That's for the so next... Funny. Like I mean, we snuck in every day, but then yeah. we, were, we would like
7: sneak in and out, roll our gear in, play a set, yeah. and leave. Not condoning it, but to, the but way it, to sneak into warp Tour is just carry some merch boxes or a guitar cab and...
3: No have, one's going to say have, anything. Well, I mean, Man, I think we can share this info since Warp Tour, tour is not a thing
7: anymore. There's many festivals, but like, you know, it's yeah. like... Yeah, they, if you're a and, lot of security hired on security. They're gonna be like, "Oh, you look like you belong here. I had
3: I had a like. friend who used to do that. If he didn't have money for like, so it was like there would be like an all ages hardcore show in Olympia. He would go home and get a symbol, and
9: he would just carry <laughs> just it walk in with
3: a symbol or like a pizza box. Yep, <laughs> amazing. Yep. That's that's a, great so that's to a just gotta, you just gotta you just gotta look the part. You gotta yeah, be yeah, confident. Act, like, you're you're to be act like you know. So yep. I, I brought all that stuff up with you guys. You know, assuming your roles in the band and, and kind of grabbing a hold of you know what you know. You good at and stuff and because i i am curious um from your guys's opinion how important was having that infrastructure already in place when you took the next step up around like 2020 and stuff and really started things started to really really start to feel you know, started to get in motion with you guys how important was having that infrastructure already in place
6: i mean i definitely think like we I mean, as teenagers, Benny and I were, were two moving cogs that moved, you know, really s- smoothly and well together. So, mm-hmm. you know, by the time we started adding new people, you know, we were able to really accelerate that, that growth because those people yeah. kind of hopped in and started rotating as their own little separate cog in this set of gears. You, you know, had we... already
3: managed yourselves to the point where you couldn't manage yourselves probably anymore, right? Like, yeah, you absolutely. Had, you, yeah. you didn't You weren't a band that just immediately started and then got a manager. You yeah, guys we had were, been doing I mean, it yourselves yeah. for so long and having that infrastructure.
5: Even so. still to this day, we do, like we have managers and agents and stuff now and we are still hands on then most bands that start nationally touring and stuff like that, yeah, are. yeah. Like, I mean, are I, I think we are incredibly hands-on with all of us.
6: We had a very long wind-up before we started doing, you know, yeah. national support tours and like touring, you know, like a uh, third of the year or whatever, like that. So I, I feel like we we really got on our feet with a long series of baby steps, you know, mm-hmm. and like each each little little landmark we made was was uh, directly responsible
7: for the next one. Yeah, so I mean, it's and, we we and wouldn't be still, here. We're still making those yeah. steps like yep. we, i mean before we got here we, i mean we were having a big conversation just about how like you know like wow we're we're here now and mm-hmm. look at us like it's been this long and yeah. we're still learning and we're yeah. still making those steps and still learning a- about our roles in this band you know because like that's it's ever changing it's mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's awesome as our lives change and as yeah the band as we, as we bigger, grow and as we grow as that's people cool. and as the band grows and all that stuff like it just it's always changing but it's like having you guys and we're just we're always down to talk about it and always down to have that discussion like
5: well this is an idea Let's that started in, started in 2012 right it's the end of 2022 yeah this is t- 10 years of mistakes yeah you know yep. what i mean yep it's really it's a lot funny. of learning it's, it's 10 years of mistakes and that and we're so grateful to <laughs> yeah. be where we're at now but that's really uh, like you never and you never stop learning and i think it's what's been amazing that i feel like once we've been able to kind of like finally get our foot in the door, mm-hmm. we have really been able to do a good job of, of finding our little area of, of, and it's small, of course, right now still. We still have so much to do, but we have a little area that we're starting yep. to carve out of people that, like, understand what we're
7: doing. Yeah. And, and support know, us, like... Like crazy, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's been it's awesome. Mind
6: it's, it's been it's been a really really fun year for us.
5: But it's cool because like n- like bands like Fit for a King and stuff like mm-hmm. that they're that touring with now this year. They tour with us. They heard of avoid Maybe in twenty twenty, maybe in twenty twenty one. They're not thinking that they're bringing out a band that's been a band since twenty twelve. Yeah, yeah. And so then we're kind of able to go in. Everyone thinks, and we are in every way, shape, and form still a baby band. But we have kind of this like. 10 years of DIY under our belt that really is helping us navigate Mm -hmm. this national world. And we've seen it ourselves. It's like, a lot of bands hit a little bit quicker than we do. And a lot of bands fizzle out after that because it's like...
3: Maybe it was too soon.
5: Exactly. There's something about eating... For a long time, you know. and and really cutting your teeth, and and sleeping. I mean, we still sleep in our van every night, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. sleeping in your van every night, and you don't get to buy the like. I can afford two gas station hot dogs now. Yeah, you know and,
7: what I mean. And two pizza lunchables. And two pizza <laughs> lunchables. Like Ooh, I, some I can gummies from Bucky. yeah. 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 I
5: like but like you talk about uh, those Bucky's. like six like sixteen to twenty days of touring when it's like it's not only. But it's like, you are as poor as you can possibly be. Banks overdrafted. You're there because you love it. And that's it. It is the worst decision, social decision. And it's like, I don't know, within that time of being in a band, like, eating for like that, it's like that's what yeah, makes it, it, you ready it's like and like i said we're we, are, we have so much to grow and it's like i'm gonna be looking back hopefully on this in five years and being like man back in 20 before 2023 we were still eating so and it's yeah. like look at us now but it's like it is cool to kind of take a step back and and see what it's been and but i don't think we would be where we're at now and be set up to continue to have yeah. a, like hopefully have a good couple years without all of the mistakes we've made over the last 10 years. And I love our mistakes because that's what makes us who we are. And if we didn't fail like that, then we wouldn't have known to not do that anymore. You (laughs) You know?
3: So the album is called cult mentality and it has so much energy. It has, you know, pop punk, melodic rock, metal core, swagger of hip hop. It has, uh, just so like, it's really just a blend of like so much different. It's, but it's got the catchy hooks that are just like, God damn it, this earworm. I can't get it out like yeah. and, and it's not a bad thing, but it's just sure. like you gotta keep listening to us because it's so catchy. Um
5: and I appreciate I, I saw yeah. you put us in your in your album yes. lined up for the
3: times and, yeah, and that that really awesome. meant a lot to yeah, us. Thank Absolutely. You. Uh, so was this your first record with Thriller Records? Yes. yes. Yeah, so your first yes. record with Thriller Records. How much time went into the to the record, guys?
6: I mean Colt Talad this is kind of like our COVID baby, right? Yeah. So we we wrote probably like forty songs for this record wow. over COVID. Yeah. Scrapped a hundred percent of them. Mm-hmm. You know, it took us I think two tries in the studio to really get it right. Um but we you, didn't. It, it 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 was a it was a long process. Like it w- it was tough for us to to write so much music for the record and then be like, you know what, this is not necessarily the
7: direction we want to go start in.
5: Over.
6: You know, well, so
7: like
5: COVID hit, and we were really going through an identity crisis for sure.
7: Like, so what kind of band do we want to be? Do we want to be? Heavy? Do we want to be like the
3: next Foo Fighters? Like, like what do we, like, we want to be? You know?
6: At one point, we were toying with the idea of being like a jam band. You know, it was. It, it, <laughs> I, it I was think a... you guys
3: can be it all, and you are.
6: Well, thank you,
5: <laughs> and, and I and, I, and, I, and I, I I do agree, and I want to be able to do everything. But I mean, this was not it. This, yeah, It wasn't right yeah. for it was us. Like, you know? we
7: needed to. We needed to restart, and we had this conversation, and that was probably when did we have? I mean, it was probably like.
3: November of I want to hear these songs that were scrapped now.
7: Oh, we'll I send love, we'll send we you
6: we'll, some we'll, stuff. We'll send, a, yeah. we'll it's like you'll be like, after. You, you'll be like what in the sugar ray is this? <laughs> you know like um
5: It's some weird stuff. You know, stuff, but
6: I want to I want to give a lot of credit to um to Bob from Th- Thriller for really kind of like setting it straight for us cuz we we sent him a bunch of the stuff and we kind of talked about vision stuff with him for the band and and he really was like he was like, "Look, you guys did really good with your COVID record, your EP, mm-hmm. you know, and like you are so new, and none of what I'm hearing is is like really right for you guys. And he really kind of pushed us in the right direction to like work with the with the right people to like do the record that yeah. you know the way that we ended up doing and it. Really, it.
7: like to we it,
6: and, and we slaved over this record. We truly did.
5: And it mm-hmm. really yeah. wasn't like a situation of like ass record owner is like, hey guys, this this isn't it. We need singles. We, we need singles. singles. We we need need singles. The singles. No, you know. no, It no, no, was because no. Bob is. Time and time again, really proven to us that he believes in our band and yeah. wants and and wants to help and well, support. Well, this is going
3: to be a big step. He wants the step to mean something. And right? deep yeah, down, we also all knew and indicative, that the songs
5: yeah. weren't it. Yeah. Sure. we knew that they. they in, our, in
6: our heart like of hearts, it. we were like, we could do much much better and much cooler than yeah. than, than we have been trying to do. We were just sure. we were so sad over COVID. You know, we were on yeah. tour when COVID hit. We, yeah. you know,
7: like like well, we our, never
5: didn't take getting checked like that like personally. It was like a. We are like, oh, no, maybe I'm you're
6: right. right. <laughs> maybe yeah,
7: we need to we need to reapproach this. And then we we reapproached that in December of twenty twenty one. I'll never forget it. We were in our old band house and
5: mm-hmm. it just had to have been maybe in October, maybe yeah, even last in year. September. It was it was after we'd failed on the record over the summer, but before we were about to go do one of the festival runs. And we were in the living room and Chris goes, What if we just made a record called cult mentality about how like dedicated we are to this stuff? Yeah. Because we've just been like we've been slaving over this this record that we have nothing to show. Mm-hmm. We've been working on this record yeah. for a year and a half now, and we've basically got we're gotten saying to the this point all where like, sucks. We have nothing. Yeah. It yeah. all sucks, and we're starting mm-hmm. over. And then Chris is just like it's an amazing idea that started the concept for cult mentality. It basically just because we also have always like made jokes about how cult, like we do weird ass sh- each other yeah. and like yeah. how our relationship is with each other. It's like it's very like in a very not weird way, but it's very culty and like we're very dedicated to this. And so. Yeah. Colt mentality. When we realized that that was what we were trying to make, we also didn't. We were kind of scared of it. We were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I don't know if we're ready to make Colt." Men- we did make the burner. The burner is like super goofy and super. And I think this record is still really goofy and has those elements. But it's, it's. An, we wanted to really make like an exactly the burner, but longer. And yeah. I think instead we kind of innovated and brought that energy with also bringing in a lot of experimentation, and that brought. It's just the weirdest, coolest thing we could have made, mm-hmm, I think. Yeah.
6: We I we really Without tried it. to we really tried to not care while caring so much simultaneously, sure. you know, that, that was a, that, I think that was a big switch that hit for us when we entered, you know, when we went in to record, cause we make it as natural as possible. Yeah. I mean, right? we, for, I mean, Colt mentality was, was crazy for us cause we wrote a lot of it while we were recording it, Wow. you know, so it was like, but yeah,
5: it wasn't it was, like a demo process and then a vet process. Put in a
3: lot of effort that. to make it sound effortless. Yes. Okay?
6: Yes. I mean, it, it it was a lot of like, you know, we're, you know, we're chasing lightning in a bottle, like yeah. trying to make this happen, and do you know, doing these songs in a couple days at a time, and really like putting the pressure on us. Mm-hmm. And we, I'm, well, we're all really happy with how it came out. That's and
5: awesome. It was 16 hour days for three and a half weeks straight, wow. and then another week of drums for eight hours Let's a day.
6: No, yep. yeah, it was Damn. hard it was, work. It was, so it, was, it was gnarly and 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 fantastic all at the same time.
5: But it was really cool, and like when we started coming up with like. I really, it really was the first song we wrote for Cold Mentality when we were down there with Hiram in the studio. And it was just like, it really gave us that power to go on for... A month and work these insane. Yeah, yeah I think so.
6: The first, the first song we wrote for the record that we were like, "This is making it," was the opening track of the record. Awesome. And, and that, wrote. that definitely, like, you know, we were like, "Oh, let's just not be scared anymore and yeah. like have as much fun as we also no rules. Can. You can yeah, do whatever. Th- ab- absolutely. You know,
5: I'm not gonna give exactly away of like what our initial plan was because I still actually want to do this someday. But we basically we had it we had one idea, like the cult mentality idea was around and existing, okay. but we had this other idea that was kind of in our heads when we even went down to do that record yeah. and i remember we we got two songs in and i remember nick and i went to each other like oh this is cult mentality this isn't that other thing yeah like yeah. this is and we just shifted gears is immediately that. Yeah. and and when we accept because like i said we came up with the the name and the yeah. idea of the album before we even wrote the album yeah and i think that the like i'm not going to speak for everyone else but it scared the out of me Uh, i was terrified how do we do this i was like how do (laughs) we we're known as like this goofy weird we have meat skin yeah the burner band is gonna simply go to like i even just like the name cult mentality felt very scary to me it was like Oh, there's some like there's some edge to that, and yeah. I also really didn't want to be categorized in like that metalcore cult sure, with a V sure. and yeah, like yeah. Mm. really did like black I, metal. Yeah, but, well no black metal does it cool. Metalcore appropriated it and ruined it. Sure, sure. Okay, um, okay. but uh, like so we didn't want to fall into that category, and so it was like cold mentality. Are we really gonna do this? But. Then it was like, so we had the idea, and then when we made some of the songs, it was like, oh, this is... Yeah. Th- it, it, we grew into cult mm-hmm. mentality, if that makes sense.
3: Absolutely. I, I love you guys breaking it down. um and the, the record's awesome. Uh, but but so, like, Loud and Local's been giving you guys a lot of love, so much love. for Thank a long time that, now. but real. There has been... Um, a shift in in the last couple of years so you guys got a lot of love through Sirius XM yep um and then with this new record you got a lot of love on rock radio across the United States yep you guys grew up here in the Northwest KISW is kind of the legacy rock radio station in the Northwest what oh, was yeah. it like for you guys when you realized that you got you guys got added to not just the you know specialty show on Sunday nights that I host but regular rotation what was that like for you guys I, and, and I'm trying uh, no. I'm trying not to, no, you know, I mean, be I mean, all like, give me lip service here, but no, I, no, I no, realize I mean, that it's I mean, probably a cool We thing. were on
5: tour when it happened, and yeah. I actually remember, because Taryn, like, DM'd the band. And yeah. And she was like, <laughs> Joe, I just heard this song. I absolutely am in love with it. It's going into regular rotation tomorrow. Like, we are so behind you guys. Yeah. And... I'm yeah, I mean, yeah, me
6: Benny and I freaked out because I mean, we're you know, we're long time listeners, both our parents have listened to the station, yeah. you know, for all, for a long time, and we're institution. you know, know we so that
5: a local it, show in like 2014 and Jolene was there, yes, that was a huge yes. deal to us. Shout outs, yeah. Jolene. Jolene was at the show we were playing, shout yeah. out. Absolute radio. Go legend.
3: Yes. Yeah.
6: You know, long, long time BJ and Migs listeners, long yes. time men's room listeners, yeah. long time Jolene and Taryn listeners. You know, we've we've loved the station forever. So it was it was always
5: going go to paint in the grass. Yeah. Yep. Like,
6: yep. no. It, so it was it was it was definitely a cool moment for us. We we're like, well, you know, because satellite radio was awesome. But we were like whoa, terrestrial radio, you know, and, yes. and like at home, like, yep. like, yeah. like to our, you know, these are, these are our people. This is our yeah. community. You know? My was, PE teacher
3: beautiful. from high school now thinks I'm cool. There we go.
5: <laughs> yes. That's and it. Not even, the, and, I, and I don't mean this in like a weird way whatsoever, but it's like, it was like a really weird, like radu- gradual, like grind to get into radio. And yeah. it's also, cause it's like, I am not like there's a lot of, I don't even want to call it politics, but there's a lot of ways that like this radio world works and it's, to- sure. it's. You're, not every band is going to get played on the radio. It's mm-hmm. just the way it is. Yeah. And so I remember we started, like, we got XM, and that was amazing. And yeah. then they, like, we, we got eased in to, like, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. Like, Des Moines, Iowa. Yep. And we started getting some of those rock yeah. stations. And then we performed well. And then that's when I noticed we got, I think we got. And I know we get, got. And saddled. then you get Coastal Love. Exactly. Then, A little and, bit. And, yeah. then, so then, yeah. and so it was from, boys. Yeah. like, Madison, and, like, and then we got KSW. And then yep. it was like, when we saw that, it was like. A, it was our first major city rock radio station, and the station we grew up listening Mm -hmm. to. And then, extra cool, we've gotten a couple cents, but nothing has been as special as getting on
6: KSW. Your hometown.
5: It's, it's. I mean, it's amazing. Again, it's like. One of those, my parents are so proud of it.
7: Like, that's so yeah. sick, so, dude. <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a big family event <laughs> for the parents. That's, yes. that's yep. like you know, we do
5: love us. moms, bro. That's we all do love get. moms. Young gravy,
7: <laughs> young <laughs> gravy also <laughs> loves moms. <laughs> we
3: were we were claiming that before gravy. All right, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> so uh, in the last couple of years, there's been um, like such a shift in uh, how open-minded people are with this style of music so like for instance we see knocked loose going on tour with uh suicide boys yep we mm-hmm. see uh code orange going on tour with suicide boys we see you know uh turnstile doing hip-hop tours we see which are doing that city mark tour yeah right could you see you guys ever going on a tour with like a hip-hop group Pop, oh, absolutely,
6: yes. Yes. yeah. Well, so we we just we played uh, Alpine Horizon, which is like a really awesome uh, drift event festival out in Pikes Peak, awesome. and most of the artists on that show were like like hip hop, rap. It was um, Trippy
5: Red, Trippy, City Morgue, Xavier Wolf, and a Void. Yes,
6: it was. Okay. So it was like we yeah, were playing. So y- yes. We were playing to an exclusively hip hop crowd, and I would say that like those kids that go to those shows, they have the same exact energy. They that, want to mosh. They want to
7: mosh. They yeah. want to get rowdy. They want to it's party. It's actually
5: better because they're not jaded and yeah. they don't. Yeah, they're not thinking it was so about welcoming if you're hardcore and friendly, enough. Or you know, not. just yeah.
7: there to have fun. Yeah, and they're just like that's what shows are all about. Yeah, and like that energy was so there. Like it was just a crowd of people that just. Yeah, they didn't even know. No, and they were like like rage moves, like, like
5: stuff that you would do at rap shows. To like, and I'm like, everyone, jump, rage jump. It yeah. was just like such different, but also such similar, but amazing, fresh mm-hmm. energy.
6: Yeah, I feel like all of those like high intensity genres have so much more in common than they have yeah. not in common. You know, especially the fan bases. They all want to rage. They all want to have a good time. So it's it's cool to see that happen in mainstream culture. You know, yeah. not just in the local scenes where there's like metal bands and rappers and stuff yep. like that. But I don't know. I would love to go on some rap tours. That's would the goal. I mean, that,
3: what was that? T- who's that rapper? I forget his name, but he's like kind of has like has like metal influence. Denzel Curry. No, Denzel. Uh, Zilla Kami. No, he's a white guy. Oh, uh, um, uh, L- Shakewell? No, uh, he kind of looked dressed like Marilyn Manson for a while. Oh, uh, there's, oh, uh, Ghost Ghostman. Ghost, Mane. Ghost Mane. So, Harm's Way, the band whose hoodie mm-hmm. I'm wearing, they went on tour with Ghost maine and I was listening That's to an funny. interview with the guitarist, and he was like, dude, everyone was there as the opening band started. They all bought our merch, and they were like, holy These bands are playing instruments. This is sick. Yeah, Yeah. we've never seen something like this. Like that's so cool. It's Mm -hmm. cool
5: that we can just like revert to what it was in the good old days. Yeah, and it's so fresh to these like Mm -hmm. like even the generation below us. Because we're also in our early twenties. Yes, next generation that's coming up. They really haven't seen real bands Mm -hmm. like even us and especially generations before us
6: did. It's been so. I would I would love to expose some like hip hop kids to like you know, like, rowdy live music, rowdy, yeah. like, band-style music, mm-hmm. you know. Real, real
7: drums. Real drums. Real, real drums
3: when know? I first started going to, um, you know, punk, hardcore, metal shows and stuff like that, it was a lot more closed off. Uh, and and I think that these days, you know, with the terms, uh, you know, these tours that are j- blending different genres, and I think that with the ease of streaming, uh, it, mm-hmm. everything's more fluid.
0: Yeah. And
3: there's less, you know, I mean, y- you could – become like, you know, a fan of black metal and, you know, indie hip hop uh and and it doesn't matter because you could put it all in one playlist and there's way less gatekeeping and judging of Yeah, yeah all the lines are blurring. It's boundary g- genres are yep. are all blended together. It's cool, man. I love it.
5: It's cool, and I feel like it's kind of, it's just evolution with everything, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like and I you even I'm even, I've noticed as I get older, I'm even more of an elitist on some stuff and, <laughs> and have noticed gatekeeper tendencies. But no, it's like, that's what this is all about. I've, I've never understood the gatekeeper side of music, but I've always been nervous of it, if that makes sure. sense. Like, I've always, especially being a band like us that sounds like we do, we were never heavy enough to be like a real metalcore, deathcore band, like a pop-punk band. We weren't traditionally post-hardcore. We kind of existed within all of these worlds but weren't exactly a part of it and then again when we were just a local band we were playing we just wanted to play any show like I said Teresis we opened <laughs> yeah. for Nile yeah. one time
3: oh, oh wow that, we was, opened, that was rough I mean, we were just- <laughs> For us. And then yeah. the Didn't I like declare us.
5: war shows. Even yeah. we were not even near deathcore. We were whatever you Pride can get, war. man. Open up yeah. to a
3: new job. You know, you yeah. can't just always preach to the choir. You gotta, mm-hmm. you know, how are you going to get new fans if you play to the same kind of, you know, shows? Absolutely.
5: So and well, even into di- getting into touring, we would tour with bands that have more cred in the hardcore scene, like Insurgents and Motives and like mm-hmm. m- Castaway and like like that was a lot of like our first even national. They're well, not national, but like our first like touring across Real. the whole U.S. Mm-hmm. was yeah. with like. More hardcore adjacent bands Yeah, playing in like Hardcore
6: adjacent shit And we're the only band People crowd
3: killing Yeah, in like
6: In like the back of an Italian restaurant In Buffalo or something like that My
5: favorite One of my favorite moments on tour ever We played that show It's Casa di Francesco's In Buffalo, New York Italian restaurant. restaurant They run shows out of the back and it's like, and it's like, it was by like a Buffalo hardcore promoter. It was like, yeah.
7: so unbelievably violent. Which this promoter was moshing so hard the no, entire. I night. didn't know it was the promoter. I thought it was some crazy kid moshing, and then I settle at the end of the night, and like that's
5: like, the kid I'm oh, settling. I settled it was like, like oh,
6: you're the guy that jumped off my merch table into the crowd. That's <laughs> that was that was great. Yeah, yeah thanks, I man. <laughs> he's settling with me, and he goes,
5: "You know, man, I really didn't want to book you guys on this show. <laughs> oh, I wasn't yeah. a fan of you." You guys are gonna suck, but after watching you guys tonight, your records don't do you justice, man. You guys are sick. You're welcome back anytime.
3: <laughs> You're and like that's kind of a compliment. I, yeah, I, I man, was always so took it as
5: one, but it was just so funny being like this. We never really knew what world we fit in, yeah. And now that we're able to do something like, like I feel like the plot in you is the best example of a band that I think that we fit in really well with. Totally, with a fan base that really understood us. Yeah, so grateful we got to do. DIY Hardcore tours yeah. for
7: six years. Yeah, they were, they were fun. They were They were hard, so much fun. But they were it's what made us us. Yeah, yeah. It's that's awesome they were formative for sure
5: and it's cool because again I think it gives you character too because we totally. were we didn't just have fight riffs and just have breakdowns so <laughs> It was we were still
6: trying to have hooks.
5: Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah. In, and if we could win over a crowd of people that did not give a sh
3: face tattoos crowd m- killing each other we care about a good yeah. Chorus. yeah mouth, mouth
6: guards and, yeah. and 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 gloves yeah. you know
5: and it's like well, we always had mosh parts and that was uh, going back into this is kind of like a writing process but yeah. that was what i was going to say about like i what i think has been cool about our writing process with our band cuz we've always been on the heavy spectrum of music mm-hmm. but we've always been able to like like when we do choruses and radio rock stuff we lean into just making it the best it can be not yeah. just like oh, other bands on Octane use these couple chords and have melodies like this, so let's do
6: that. It's like...
3: let's, let's If let's we're going to do a radio song. rock song, we let's do the best radio rock we, yeah. Yeah.
6: we We really... I mean, a lot of our music is very ADHD-driven. Um, so, I mean, we will just commit very hard to, like, any style that we are trying to do, totally. e- even if it's like multiple styles within a song. Like we don't want to hold back mm-hmm. and like half-ass. I
7: think that's something that. you
5: can hear in a lot of like modern rock or active rock, if you will, mm-hmm. is I think... And maybe not everyone can, but at least I sure can. You can tell when a song is genuine or not. Sure. And I think there's a lot of disingenuous music out there where it's like you can clearly tell that this chorus and this structure main riff was written because it sounds like what's doing well on modern rock radio, but then they want to be a little edgy, so then they put like a <laughs> bow, down, 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 da da Kind of breakdown. down. And it's just so boring, and I'm so over it. Because a band that's doing well on radio, like we do not want to play this game like Mm -hmm. and that's what I think has been cool is we've never like when we do heavy or when we do light or rock or whatever we do it to the best it can be when we do heavy it's not just so we can add an edgy part to a song it's because we also love heavy music Mm -hmm. and have done hardcore tours for years and it's like we really respect heavy music and so we don't want to do like fake heavy yeah if that makes sense. You don't dumb don't it know. down or bastardize do it. It. Yeah, well, and right, like, yeah. it has to be interesting. It's like, if you're going to put a breakdown in a song, make it something that's going to turn heads. Otherwise, just write a... Totally. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep.
3: So 2023, guys, we're, you know, as this is now 2023, uh, you guys, uh, I'm assuming, have some, some cool stuff planned or at least, you know, have some stuff on the horizon? We're mobbing.
6: Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean... Uh, Tour with Pop Evil and the Word Alive will be out. Wow. I think it's mid March through April, kind of all across the U.S. Awesome. So, so we'll be we'll be out with them. You know, come come hang out at a show, come party. You know, cool. we we're we're definitely a live band. So yes. if you want to have a good time and really enjoy the record for what it is, then you come, know, I didn't come see like you
3: guys and I wasn't <laughs> gonna book you guys on Loud and Local, <laughs> but then you guys were here. and You guys are welcome back anytime, man. Oh, no, dude. Wow, dude, thanks thank, so you, much, bro. thank you, so much.
4: Yeah,
8: That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at hero.co.
5: Well, well, yeah, we're on tour. We're I'm doing Pop Evil Word alive. Uh, we'll probably do some shows around it to and from there too. Uh, unfortunately Seattle isn't on there, but for all of our local friends, we haven't forgotten about you. I do apologize that some of these tours we've done lately haven't come through here. It's not our choice, so stop leaving us mean comments on our social media <laughs> about how we don't like our hometown. We, we love don't our hometown. Have yeah. a say sometimes. Sure. Uh but we really do love you guys and we want to we're gonna do some cool I don't I don't know exactly what it is yet. Uh, probably by the time this interview airs, there's going to be some more fine line stuff. But nice. we love you, Seattle, and the Northwest in general. We have some cool stuff up our sleeve. We've really been tossing around the idea of doing a headliner this summer. Like Do I it. said, we don't have... No, I, this is
3: just purely Climate Pledge Arena. Yes. <laughs> Climate Pledge Arena, baby. <laughs> Weekend yeah, opening for you guys. There we go. It's, it's going <laughs> to happen. Go.
5: But yeah, we're just going to take this thing to the top, or at least as close to the top as it'll let us without getting shot down.
3: <laughs> yeah. So... what <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> We're just here
5: for it, man, and we're really excited to take 2023 by whatever we can take it by, and we just want to continue to make moves and just have fun with
3: my best friends is really all I want. Hell yeah. So 2023 is going to look huge. Cult Mentality is out now. Before we go, let's go around the room. Favorite Northwest bands of all time? Ooh. And it could be the legends, or it could be bands that you grew up just oh, digging. Okay. It could be Monsters Scare You or Nirvana. I got, I, got,
6: I got this. I think I think one of my favorite local bands of all time, all time, it has to be uh Aster House.
3: Okay. Um, they're so, so good So, so, uh, so
6: uh, we've been playing shows with Aster House since they were Jar of Rain. They're like the most incredible three people. Jar then Jar of, then jar of Rain. Yes, Jar then Jar of Rain and then Aster House. But they did yeah, just like one of those bands that you see them live and you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like they, they
7: rip. So mm-hmm. shout out Astor House. Shout out
5: John, shout out Russ. Such Some of the nice most guys. talented yeah. people I've ever
7: seen. Yeah. Now, who, who else? What about, what about for you guys? Well, I mean, naturally for me, Fall of Troy. Because yes. Oh, Thomas and just very, impactful. absolutely. He took you under his wing. Yeah. But, but like kind of a little more like niche. So. Uh, this band, Dismal Thinkings. Okay, yep. Um, shout, out, shout out Mitch Baker produced them. Shout out Jacob Sloniker, their drummer. Went to high school with him. They're just like a really cool indie emo band that cool. I like. I listen to their records all the time. Nice. Just like really meaningful music, but yeah. What do you got, Benny?
5: Uh, well, so to give the generic answer, because I'm sure I'll give a little ADHD answer real quick, but I recently... I've always, like, heard about the, like, the love of Nirvana my whole life. And Mm -hmm. I've always loved Nirvana, but I'm a little younger, so I wasn't there for, like, the transition of Nirvana straight up changing music. Yeah. But especially, like, since we started working with, like, bigger producers and getting into this industry more, it's still something that's talked about almost on a daily basis. Is like, there has never been a band that's changed music overnight in our recent years like Nirvana. Mm -hmm. And so... I've just been trying to find a different appreciation for them. And I remember we, I was on a long drive on tour one time, and I just listened to Nevermind from front to back. And I was just like,
0: man. God damn. This is so
6: good. Oh my it's, like, oh, they really did that. That's, it's that's, so
5: good. And so as someone that's, and I've never, hated, I was also just kind of over it for a second. Sure. I've rediscovered how much I love that band and, awesome. and how impactful they were. But like, I'll go to, I mean, Fall of Troy, Blood Brothers, Gatsby's American Dream. Nice. Uh, what else can I get? I mean, I do. I'm always
6: gonna love Dude, monsters. Scare you. Sunny Day Real Estate. Sunny
5: Day yeah. Real Estate. Shout out, yeah. shout
6: out. Shout out. Redmond, Washington. Two fighters yeah, on yes. a
5: technicality. Yes.
6: Queens Reich. Oh. Um, he said name one band. You've named like eight.
5: <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> no,
5: he, he said name bands. Oh, okay. Yeah, band my bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> that have made an impact on you that you like, and it's all of them because I love them all, man.
3: Yeah, oh, Himsa. 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 Shout out John oh, and yes.
5: Aris.
7: It's a crime to
5: not.
3: Yes, him. and Eris. You know what's
5: yeah. the worst thing too is literally like the second he asked this question, I was like Himsa, 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 right? Himsa, Himsa, And then you guys, <laughs> the you, said, you did
7: say the ADHD answer, so nice. you, you, yep. you, know, the ADHD I, I went on that Nirvana tangent. Yeah, Himsa, Himsa takes number one for
5: me. Nice. And John takes number one as people in the scene for me. Absolutely, I, yes. he's my OG.
9: Yes. He gave he's everybody's fire OG. Yep. Yep. Dude, That's John Pettibone
5: I I mean I would consider the that he took me yeah. under his wing and he especially when I turned 18 but even like before he realized I was under his wing like <laughs> yeah. I was like a 15-year-old dude though f- Oh I'm sure and yeah. I took uh Every time I, I ever got a little bit of a of a loud talking to, it was very much for good reason. And yep. I knew if John was telling me it was like for the right reasons. Yeah. And I never, ever, ever wanted to disappoint John. He was like yep. my dad. Absolutely. Like,
6: I never ever one, ever. one of the one of the guardians and gatekeepers of our local metal in hardcore. hardcore yes. In the best and, you know, way. Po- and it's yeah.
3: always for a positive reason. Yes. So. Unless you're like a, a like belligerently drunk and he's kicking you out. <laughs> yeah. Alone, so.
7: I Which remember is- it's a good reason. Yeah. yeah. Or, to be doing. or
3: smoking too close to the door. Oh my <laughs> dude! Every, every show we've
7: played, we've played probably a thousand
3: I've, shows. I've, I've all been Corazon. the guy every telling show. you to not
5: smoke at the door. There many you go. Time. There you go. Yep. But uh, I I'll never forget. This is a few. This is like a handful of years back. But it was i uh, I'd say right when we were starting to make our transition from local band to mm-hmm. like solid DIY touring band. And John had always like been, been nothing but cool to me. But he's always given about our sound. Yeah. Again, legend. And I remember we sound checked one time at Elko, and John was there watching it. And he comes up to me after he's like, Yo, that, sound, that song you just sound checked, I haven't heard it before. I was like, No, it's a new one. He's like, It's actually a pretty good one.
6: And I was like, <laughs> Defining like, oh, moment, oh, defining oh, moment. Shit dude
3: let's go that's sick that's sick dude Life guys complete. dude it's awesome to have you guys up uh, here your first in studio rock radio station dude, You thanks guys so are much getting having oh, yeah, us man it's been a blast tour. absolutely man we and uh you 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 unleashed a merch assault on us so i'm gonna <laughs> go around and i'm gonna pass these out in people's cubbies please give and, it to uh, everyone absolutely guys any final words for kisw
6: uh, Hola, bitch! Hola, there you go. There it is. <laughs> nice. Hey, come come see us play live. I dare you. I dare S- you. See what happens. Nice. Avoid Thanks. loud and local. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Thanks, Kevin.